Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. I hope you're doing well today. Today we're going to go back and talk about female health. As I mentioned in the previous episode about the hormonal contraceptive Esure, we're going to kind of pivot the essential oils and herbal apothecary to talk about more female health specific content and topics. We'll still go back and talk about herbs on here and there and essential oils and other aspects of naturopathy, but I do want to pivot more toward female-specific stuff. Because as you know, Holistic Health News, which has over 300 episodes, a lot of those are female-specific, recently has geared more now toward male-centric topics, so I want to go more female here. So, millions of women are taking antidepressants. Why don't we know their long-term effects? Now, I do have quite a few uh, related topics over at the awakened man in particular we have talked about the the issue with antidepressants and so this isn't new news to any of you have who have listened to my my podcast uh, in particular because i've talked about it. episode 113 the antidepressant school shooting connection that's from may 2018 i have Natural Ways to Remedy Depression. That is an early episode. I have Hormonal Contraceptives Triple Depression Risk. This is episode 217. Hormonal Contraceptives Triple Hormonal Depression Risks. So if you go to Naturopathic Earth and search depression or antidepressants, you'll see the different episodes. Or if you go to the Apple feed or wherever you're listening to this, uh, you can find them as well. Look, I'm not a big fan of Big Pharma. I'm not a big fan of Big Pharma because I think it's lazy medicine and there's a lot of money to be made. We have the episode on medical schools being essentially co-opted and bought out by Big Pharma. We have episodes discussing how much of the medical school curriculum is pharmacology and none of it's on clinical nutrition or botanical science. But either way, we'll glean on some of these topics in a second. Women make up a majority of patients prescribed antidepressants, but little research has examined what happens when people go off medications they've relied on for a long period of time. According to a New York Times analysis of federal data, 15.5 million Americans have been taking antidepressants for at least five years. 15.5. That's something like one in eight women are taking antidepressants. And it's it's millions, right? We have 380 million Americans. So millions of women are on antidepressants. And, and you can throw in Xanax as well. We have episodes here on Xanax, the dangers of Xanax, the how it's habit forming and, and so forth and can be very fatal if you mix it with alcohol. But a lot of people are taking it, right? It's not good. It's not good. Let's keep going. But trials monitoring long-term use of antidepressants really lasted longer than two years, the New York Times reports. The lack of research could eventually lead to a problem that disproportionately affects women who are more likely to be prescribed antibiotics than men. Harvard Health Publishing estimates one in eight 
women ages 18 and over on antidepressants. And the Times reports that white women over 45 make up 41% of patients currently taking antidepressants. Drinking my tea here. Again, let's go over this stat. White women over 45 make up almost 50% of all the patients taking antidepressants. Men don't take them as much. It's mostly women and it's middle-aged women. Now, we can go over to the Awakened Man podcast and talk about why middle-aged women would be over would be depressed. Uh, and there's a large variety of issues. I mean, they're dealing with menopause, they're dealing with unhappy marriages, maybe they don't have children. It could be a host of things. But the problem is a lot of women are taking it. So if you think one in eight women, if you just divide our population, 380, that's uh, 190 million uh, people in America are women. If you cut maybe, I don't know, let's just say graciously 90 million of those are under 18. 100 million. So you take half of that, 50 million. So 100 million, then you got an eighth of 100 million. That's what, 12 million, 13 million? And if you look at white women, 50% almost, 45%. That's a lot. While antidepressants can improve quality of life, there's a crash associated with coming off the drugs known as discontinuation symptoms, close quote. The symptoms can range from mild forms of irritability to more severe disruptions that affect your sense of balance, appetite, moods, suicidal thoughts, or brain zaps, which feel like electric shocks to the brain or going down the arm, tingling going down the arm. Discontinuing antidepressants means risking the return of the patient's depression that pushed them to seek treatment in the first place. There's almost nothing official known about the drug's rate of dependency. Studies differ on how patients experience withdrawal and how prevalent it is among those taking different drugs. This also varies depending on what medication you're prescribed and how long you've been on antidepressants. For example, there's the SNRIs, the SSRIs, the antitricyclics. The most, most popular ones are probably going to be the SSRIs. That's going to be Paxil and Prozac. The only way to ease discontinuation symptoms is to go back on the antidepressants, but that in itself leads to problem because we know there's tons of side effects on antidepressants. The team's piece interviews several patients about their efforts to stop taking antidepressants. One 27-year-old woman took it for nine months to wieners off of Zoloft, a drug she had taken on and off for three years. So she was taking an antidepressant to get off of Zoloft, which is an antidepressant. Another woman, Robin Hempel, describing beridden bedridden for three weeks after taking her final milligrams of Paxil, which is an SSRI antidepressant. I'm not me right now, Hempel says, age 54 to the Times. I don't have creativity. The energy is gone. She, Robin, is gone. Thomas Stockman, a psychiatrist in London who's also taken antidepressants, says a lot of patients are taking seriously when they complain about withdrawal reactions. This has to stop. Look, what's my issue with antidepressants? Given that I, I run a naturopathic website, you understand that there's a lot of ways for mild to moderate depression, which is being human, right? We get down sometimes. It's human nature. There's a lot of ways to biohack mild to moderate depression. Go to episode 26 over at The Awakened Man. But just really quickly, exercise, sleeping well, sunlight in the winter, but it's certainly in the summer as well. Interacting with friends, journaling. These are all things that help. These are all things that help. But we're not told that right? If you're a little sad, it's supposed to be unhuman. It's inhumane. So you got to go to your doctor. Who goes? Where do you get your antidepressants from? You don't go to the psychiatrist. 
The only 30% get their antidepressants or their psychotropic drugs from it. Psychiatrists, they, you go to your family doctor or your OBGYN who are not trained in pharmacology. So you go to your, your, your family doctor who sees you for an average of nine minutes. That's the average visit in America. And uh, they give you, let's just say, uh, Prozac, which is an SSRI. Now you're on Prozac. Well-known side effects of SSRIs, weight gain, sexual dysfunction, anxiety, suicidal ideation. These are actually in the inserts, homicidal ideation. These are in the inserts. Read them. But who reads the inserts when they start taking drugs, especially psychotropic drugs, mind-altering drugs like anxiety drugs, depression drugs, and so forth? Nobody. Because you're like, I trust my doctor. Why do you trust your doctor? Your doctor only knows and is only as good as what they're trained. And in med school, they're trained. Big Pharma comes and gives guest speakers and trips and so forth. And they give humongous grants to med schools so they can tinker with the curriculum. And so this is the problem with allopathies. Allopathy is all about drug first. Where naturopathy is, let's exhaust all natural ways to treat something and then do surgery or drugs or whatever. This is why we call it complementary medicine. You should go to naturopathy to prevent illness and to treat mild illnesses like cholesterol, blood pressure, diabetes, all these can be treated through good diet and other biohacks. And then, of course, if you get shot in the abdomen, you're not going to go diffuse rose oil. You're going to go to the hospital and use acute stuff, surgery and drugs and like. So there's, I'm not saying that we should throw away all medications. I'm saying that a lot of people, and in this case, women are on antidepressants. A lot of them don't know the side effects when they sign up for it and they don't know there's natural ways to biohack it. And so they, they, they get put on these antidepressants. Next thing you know, they're suicidal. They're gaining weight. And then lots of, and they're anxious. Next thing you know, they go back to the doctor. I'm anxious. Okay, well, here's, here's lorazepam. They put them on a benzo, which is a hypnotic sedative. Now they're on a benzo and on an antidepressant. Or they, weigh, they gain weight. So then the doctor puts them on uh, metformin to help them not gain weight. And the next thing you know, you blink and you're on nine medications. This happened to my mom. My mom at one point was on nine psychotropic medications prescribed by her doctor. A lot of them, and she just had depression. A lot of these were antipsychotics like uh, Zombilify or Abilify. We call it Zombilify because my mom was drooling all the time when she was on that drug. And as the article mentioned, no long-term effects of antidepressants more than two years. When you try to get off of them, let's say after your cat died and you want to feel better or you don't like the side effects of being on these strong drugs, you try to get off of it, you can't get off of them. It's too hard. It's too hard. The discontinuation symptoms, as I mentioned, sense of balance loss, appetite, mood swings, suicidal thoughts, brain zaps. So a lot of people are like, F this. I, I want to get off of this, but it, when I'm trying to wean off of it, it's even worse. It's even worse. So I guess I'm just going to stay on Paxil, Wellbutrin, Zoloft, whatever the hell it is, forever because I'm too afraid to get off of it and I'm just going to deal with these side effects, these horrific side effects that you get from antidepressants. This is why I hate Big Pharma because Big Pharma knows exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They care about the profit. They care about the money. Remember the American Psychiatric Association, their belief is everybody has an underlying disorder. It's their job to find it. That's why they want all of you to go to psychiatrists. And psychiatrists can't bill if there's no diagnosis. So you go in, even if you're perfectly healthy, because they don't believe in perfectly healthy people, you go into a perfectly mentally healthy person, you go in there and you come out with some disorder. 
And now they're just cranking out new disorders, right? oppositional defiance disorder. I mean, there's just so many of these new ones that you see in the DSM now. And they're jokes, like the ODD, oppositional defiance disorder. It's, it's for kids, right? If you look at the criteria in the DSM, it's lashes out, disrespectful to parents or teachers, screams a lot. What, what teenager doesn't have that here and there? Oh, we need to put you on a drug. See, everything's, we got to put you on a drug. Young boys have a lot of energy in elementary school. Oh, you got to put you on Ritalin, which is an amphetamine, which studies show is a gateway drug, and they're going to be doing heroin later on, or more likely do heroin because it's an amphetamine. It's amphetamine. It's essentially amphetamine. So, yes, I get mad at Big Pharma. I get mad at medical schools. And, yeah, I get mad at these doctors because they should know better. They should read all the inserts of every drug, memorize them. Or, you know what, I know you don't want to, you know, you don't want to tap into your precious amount of patients you can see every day. That's why it's nine minutes. But why don't you actually, okay, I want to prescribe to you this. Let's go over the side effects together. And you open the inserts and you read them together. Is this something you want? And if they say, hell no, and then you say, okay, well, let's try these natural ways to biohack depression and then come back if it's not working. Or maybe let's put you on another drug or something like that. But hell, heaven forbid a doctor somehow cave in and, and actually have like 30-minute sessions like uh, chiropractors do and, and naturopathic doctors do because we don't want to – I'm trying to think of the right word. We don't want to compromise the amount of money you're making every day by seeing you know 20 patients at nine-minute intervals, whereas if you had 30-minute sessions, you maybe you'd only see eight. Now, that would tap into your money. That would compromise the amount of money you would make. But this is my – this is the go away. Women, all drugs have side effects. Don't be deceived. Some of them, some of them, not all of them, some of them have a therapeutic effect. You can Google, Google, antidepressants, no effect, not, not, no more effective than placebos. They did this study in Canada. They gave a bunch of people placebos or sugar pills and they gave some, they gave some people antidepressants. They both felt better. A lot of it is just the placebo bump, right? The drug bump. You just, you're on some new drug. Oh, I do feel better. And then you find out it's a sugar pill. You're like, what? So guys, sometimes they have therapeutic effects, but they always have adverse effects. You've seen these drug commercials where they side effects include sudden death, you know, third eye, second head developing, your penis falling off, all these crazy things. So guys, don't have the papa pill mentality. I know COVID's been tough, a lot of anxiety and depression, but don't have the, the papa pill mentality. As soon as I feel something that's not perfect, I'm not perfect because I can't maintain this Facebook, Instagram perfect persona. Oh my God, I have to go and, and pop a pill. Next thing you know, you're having all these horrible side effects. Next thing you know, you're taking 10 psychotropics and you can't walk straight. So some of it is you. You have to be accountable for you. Only you are responsible for what you put in your mouth, either food, alcohol, drugs. So do the research before you start popping these pills. Take accountability. Exhaust all naturopathic remedies and solutions first before you go down the road of the devil's drugs, which are these psychotropic drugs, especially for anxiety and depression. There's plenty of ways to biohack anxiety as well. Look into it before you want to pop in the pill. Have some discipline, women. Have some discipline. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check it out. You want to help us out? Click on the episode notes of this episode. There's a PayPal link. Donate what you can, five ten dollars a month or one time. We're Amazon affiliate, so click on the link to naturopathicearth.com and click under recipes and go to one of the food recipes. You'll see a link to buy one of the ingredients for that recipe on Amazon. 
click on that link. Anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours through our link, we get a 2% commission, no expense to you. They don't raise the price. You can also find my two books there, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. You can buy those on Kindle or paperback. Please do so. If you need some one-on-one couching from the, the perspective of naturopathy, contact me through the Clarity FM link. And lastly, please post an honest review for this podcast if you've been listening to it for some time. Please post an honest review. It would take you two seconds. If you're listening to this on an Apple product, it's very easy. Just search on the Purple Podcast app. Search the episode. Uh, I'm sorry. Search the, the channel, The Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary, and click on the pod art. Scroll down a little. You'll see post a review. You'll see all the stars. And I think I have five five stars, five out of five. Uh, and then write an honest review. And please do that for this channel and also the Awakened Man podcast, even though you might might be a man, a lot of the back catalog is female-related health issues. And so post a review there and subscribe to that. And then also Confessions of an Obese Child. Most recent episode we did there was on middle-age weight gain and COVID weight gain. So go check those out. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.